0: Wednesday, May 26th, Spencer Speak Sports, hosted by Spencer Swoboda and NBA playoffs. Going to provide an update with that. Going to do the NHL playoff update. And we got another match play event coming up with Phil Mickelson and two NFL athletes and another star golfer that is isn't Tiger Woods. So I'll get to that. Uh, the Yeah, first first series I want to talk about in the NBA is and i believe are these teams playing tonight let's see they are playing tomorrow but uh you have the heat and bucks and this series seems like it's over i think the the bucks are just gonna are completely outdoing the heat here uh just just too too much too overwhelming uh heck we could have a sweep miami may get a game in 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 miami in either game three or four but yeah it's just looking uh like it's too overwhelming uh especially when you have you know jan putting up you know 30 plus points every single game you have a guy like pyron forbes just coming out of nowhere putting up 22. uh middleton obviously contributing scoring almost 20 points in in this last game and it just doesn't seem like you know, we're not seeing what the Miami Heat were uh, from the bubble last year. And yeah, that's that it's, it's showing up. So I expect this to be a pretty easy series win and it's pointing to that direction for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Blazers and Nuggets also happened here. Uh, they have split the first two games and I kind of expect it to go seven. I'm pretty sure that's what my prediction was. Uh, let's see. It was oh, come on. Where is it? Yeah, Blazers and seven. So I, I I see that being the case still. Uh, you know, you're gonna have Damian Lillard and and Niko Jokic show up scoring high 30s 40s stuff like that in in each game it's just a matter of how the role players show up how McCollum plays for Portland how Porter Jr. plays for Denver Uh, it's going to come down to those those players outside of Lillard and Jokic pretty much Um, that's that's really going to be the determining factor um in that series uh what else mavericks this was i guess i mean yeah kind of surprising but now up two nothing on the clippers and they're going to actually play games three and four in dallas so um if you just look at it of defending home court i mean they they could sweep this series but i i want to think the clippers will be able to at least get a game here and bring it back to L.A. for game five, try to make it, say, you know, a 3-2 series to where Dallas is still up. Um, But right now, it's just tough for me to believe that they could get these two games back heading to Dallas. But, But who really knows? I mean, you saw it with, I mean, Nashville and hockey, how they were able to get two games back against the Hurricanes. But um but that's I mean, that's a that's a little different because uh, they play both of those games at home. But anyway, um, yeah, I think the the big thing from from Dallas is that they're shooting, I think, in these first two games, like 55 percent from the field. So I don't know if that's going to be sustainable for the rest of the series. If they don't shoot like that, I think the Clippers have played it close enough to where they can uh, take advantage of that. And because it's it just definitely seems like it's going to be an offensive battle, um, especially with the score being 127, uh, 121 in game two. I uh, yeah, it's uh, Paul George has been playing pretty well. I don't know his his exact shooting percentages, but um, he, he's putting up. A decent amount of points in these games so it's not like you're getting a complete fall off from paul george but of course you're always going to see it on social media the, the the playoff p or pandemic p whatever it, it may be um to where he's just he just never shows up in the playoffs but i think it's a little bit different and it, it's really just a matter of um preventing the the open shot for the mavs because they're taking advantage of it right now like i said 55 from the field so the Clippers can fix that. Maybe there's a chance for them to come back, but it like if I mean if they have to try to win this series, it's going to be in six or seven games. So then I, I had the Clippers winning in, in seven, but also wouldn't be surprised if the Mavericks come out of this. And then uh, what else? Suns Lakers. So that the game was last night. Lakers ended up winning 109, 102. Uh the Suns won the first game, of course, 99 to 90 and this is i think the trend we're going to see in the rest of this series because anthony davis had a pretty poor game in game one only put up 30 I mean, not 30 13 points and then he scored goes out and scores 34 has double digit rebounds i mean pretty close to a triple double also has seven assists and then lebron puts up 23 and and nine something like that on his stat line so if, if you have that anthony davis and that lebron james show up that's going to be tough for the suns to match that's going to be tough for devin booker to match i expect Devin booker to put up like 30 plus points a game in every single game in the series but i just don't think there's enough and if you have chris paul uh obviously the veteran the guy on that team that that's made that has made the Suns so successful this season uh if he's going to be bat dealing with the shoulder injury that he sustained in, in game one, he's not going to be able to get the proper amount of minutes to contribute and and push the, the Suns to a victory against the Lakers, then that's a big issue. But if he's able to get the proper minutes that he needs, the necessary minutes, then that's a better outcome for the Suns, of course. I just, I mean, I don't know. It just, the fact that he only played what, like... Uh, four minutes in the fourth quarter or 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 i think 20 23 minutes total in the game um that's not a good sign that that doesn't mean uh he's definitely not going to be 100 percent in this series for the rest of this series so i i just yeah i i really like um i'm yeah really starting to favor of the lakers here obviously i was i was doing that before the playoffs started but um yeah, it just signs. I mean, yeah, everything's pointing in the right direction for the Lakers at this point because of the Chris Paul injury and and the fact that AD is showing up and putting and put up a thirty-plus point game last night. And then the, this one, you know, it's it's a reality check at this point. But uh, Celtics and Nets and Game Two was last night of this series, and the Nets just dominated. I think what one thirty to. 109 or or whatever the heck it ended up being um hold on let me just check that score just to make sure so yeah 130 to 108. so uh doesn't help when jason tatum the guy you expect to score or needs to score 30 points in in, in these type of games goes and only scores nine points uh 25 percent from the field has to leave the game because he got poked in the eye. Uh, so he left the game, and I think it was like in the th- in the third quarter there. So obviously that didn't help and then wasn't going to give the Celtics any chance of, of coming back in this game. But, yeah, when you get outscored, well, when the Nets drop 40 points in the first quarter and are on pace for 160, that's never a good sign. And then they add on let's see down by 14 after the first and down by 24 a half. Uh, I think that's one of their largest margins they've ever been up a half in, in their franchise history in the playoffs. So that's not a good sign. Um, yeah. And, and you end up losing by, by 22 the Celtics do. So it's super uphill battle. I'm wondering, and, and, um, but I hope that the Celtics are able to get some momentum, you know, going back to the garden. I mean, I don't, they, they have to basically win these next two games. Cause if you go back to Brooklyn, uh, only getting a game being down 3 1, or I mean, heck, hopefully, hopefully they don't get swept. But if you're down 3 1, heading back to Brooklyn, uh, chances are pretty slim that they're going to get out of that series. And then, of course, you, you hope that Jason Tatum's eye injury thing is just a one-game thing that heals up and all that, but, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything yet. But, yeah, it's just pr- pretty simple. The, the Celtics' offense offense can't match what the Brooklyn Nets' offense is doing right now, and it's, yeah, it's it's really showing because uh, you can't allow 130. Uh, what did they allow the other night? Um I think it was like one oh four or one eleven, whatever the heck it was. But uh you can't be allowing those high point totals and um and and think you're gonna win a game because Durant, uh Harden and Irving, I'm gonna keep mentioning those three names over and over. And then Blake Griffin, of course, and the other Nets role players. Um yeah, you can't you can't allow that versus that team. So uphill battle now for the Celtics and hopefully Things can uh, improve a little bit. Give give me a little hope here uh, for the rest of this series. All right, NHL playoffs and three kind of big games tonight. All three two in the series. You have the Penguins down two games to three, heading to um, play the New York Islanders. And I mean, this is I would think uh, is pretty monumental that the Islanders may want to close this one out. The big reason they'll be able to do that is with their goalie Ilya Sorok. and and he had 50 shots at him in, in the um in the double overtime win in, in game 5 against the Penguins in Pittsburgh and yeah, I think he, he only allowed two goals, so that's that's unreal. Um like a 96% save percentage. So, uh just if he continues that momentum, I don't care how good the penguins are when it, when it comes to to the the offensive end, if, if he's able to shut down Crosby and all that and all those guys, then uh, like he did kind of last game, uh, then I I think everything is lining up for there to be an Islanders win tonight. And they, and they win the series and, and we'll, face the bruins next round in the east division finals final eight second round whatever you want to call it uh so yeah i mean i the reason why i think the islanders can close out tonight is because of how good sorkin is especially how good he was in, in game five uh so that's that's what i'm thinking there and then this is other than the, the bruins capital series of course because of that bias but uh i got the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning being the best, one of the best series um, in the first round. And Lightning were up three to one. I think they had an early one nothing lead back in 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 Game Five on Monday. And the Panthers rattle off three or four go- unanswered goals to win the game uh, and and force a Game Six. They're in Tampa Bay, so kind of the same situation like the Islanders. You know, probably want to close this out though i am i would love for this game to go to game seven because there's going to be so much energy in florida in BB&T arena uh that that is that is what you want because those teams have went after each other in the regular season and in and of course in the playoffs so um but i i mean i i don't want to say it's going to be anticlimactic to where one of those things uh yeah it's where it's one of those things where um Tampa goes up, say early two nothing lead, and then, you know, the Panthers may score a goal, but but the, the lightning answer and it's kind of like, yeah, one of those one of those boring hockey games to where there's like false hope for for Florida throughout. But uh I don't know. The way the way this series has been, I don't think I think we'll be able to avoid that. But yeah. Um Lightning Islanders same situation. Try to close out on home ice before Um, or else, you know, you're going to be in a dangerous game seven, going back to your opponent's home arena, their home ice. And let's see what else was there any, Oh, this was, um, you know, I think I kind of share the same space here with a bunch of different people. This was surprising that the Winnipeg jets took out the Edmonton Oilers and then Connor McDavid, um, McDavid being one of the better players in the league and, and still very young in his career. um, Like, ne- like just getting into his prime and he, he went um, scoreless in, in his first two games, no goals, no assists, started to ramp it up in three and four. But after a thrilling triple overtime win by the jets, they sweep the Oilers and it kind of led me to think of this comparison of mcdavid on the oilers for for the nhl to mike trout and the angels in 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 major league baseball of how you have the star talent this this once in a generation kind of talent and it's just going to be wasted because they just don't have the team around them to make a, a very deep playoff run and no doubt it could be to the fault of of these athletes and i I think the oilers um have the ability to have more success than the angels um in in the near future but it's just one of those things to where you you don't really believe in a deep playoff run from these uh two teams and and um you you wonder if McDavid's gonna get tired of it, kind of pull. Well, <laughs> the thing with uh, the thing with uh, if you're comparing him to McDavid is that y- you you um wonder if he, he's gonna be able to even get a Stanley Cup before he heads out to like you know a big market like LA. But I don't. I don't think he's going to be able to do it. I don't think they're they're going to be able to lift the Stanley Cup. The Oilers are, um, and and that's what may make McDavid want to leave uh, um, Edmonton. So that that it will be interesting to see what happens over the course of the next couple of years here. But yeah, for now, Winnipeg moving on in the North Division. They'll play the winner of the Maple Leafs and Canadians. Looks like the Maple Leafs will probably win. So. Um, yeah i mean that that'll that'll be probably a good matchup but yeah mcdavid out and i don't know maybe expect the uh, trend to continue okay so then the next the match um what what number is this like three or four um is, is set up and you know we had tiger and phil then we had uh phil And Tom Brady versus Tiger and Peyton Manning now this time we still got Phil and Brady but now it is Bryson DeChambeau who's obviously one of the more popular golfers and and more talked about golfers because of his approach to the game and then his long drives and all that and he is teaming up with current Green Bay Packers though that could change pretty soon Um Qu- quarterback aaron Rodgers. i think it's lined up for july 6th obviously it's just a one day event 18 holes um in uh montana i think it was uh, something like big sky resort if i'm not mistaken and i, I think the big organization that money is getting do- donated to is feeding america but there's, there's probably a bunch of um other organizations as well that are that are playing some part of it um too. so that I mean I'm trying to I, I really don't it's tough to make a an early prediction here on because I don't know how good Rogers or Brady is in 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 the game of golf but uh, it'll be it'll be fun to watch for sure uh, no doubt with with those types of per, types of personalities um, so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it and then I'll probably t- talk about it a little bit more as we, as we get closer. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I got for the one Wednesday episode. We'll be back on Friday for more Spencer Speak sports. So see you then.